Yo, 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 what it do? It is RB22. We got Harry in the house. It's been a long time. Off season is finally about to be done. Season starts next week. But first, Harry, how are you doing? Doing well. How are you? Uh, long time no see. Uh, I know you've had quite a bit going on, so hopefully you and the family are, are doing well. Yeah, no, we're good. A lot of a lot of moving objects going on around over here so um had to put the pod on hold for a little bit but we're back you know season's about to be in session so got the got the roma kid on shout out roma watching madrid they're one one with rayo vallecano right now so you know it's all soccer we got scrimmages later with my son lone star um dude it doesn't stop it's just living breathing and you know you know what else but <laughs> just eating soccer all the time man so, yeah, yesterday AJ had a game, and, of course, here in Texas when it's high school soccer, it's cold. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, it was cold uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah, we had a birthday party that we had to move indoors yesterday, last minute. But without further ado, Texas Ring of Fire episode 59. You know, we uh, hit 50, it seems, so long ago, um, nine episodes since then. But we got – I see the Surge. I see you're wearing that Surge uh, kit. Best team in Texas on the MLS last year, right? Yeah, it's going to change this season, though. So you're going <laughs> to be shocked well, to hear. It is. You're going to be shocked not, to hear my prediction. Yeah. Maybe not is, so shocked. Not, yeah. it's. I, I think there's a clear number one team in Texas, and, and it's not green. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Well, well yeah, we'll discuss it. So, <laughs> um, since the surge is here, you know, we'll go ahead and get to some Houston, and uh, I'll let you run that down and inform us on what's going on in Houston right now, man. So looking at Houston here, and uh, I'm gonna, the screenshot I'm going to show is going to be the depth chart uh, by Backheeled. Uh, Joe, Joe Lowry does a good job through there. Uh, key departures, uh, teenage uh, Habagi, uh, who is a center back. Uh, Corey Baird, I think, is the big one, uh, the striker uh, up top. They did bring in Griffin Dorsey. They did uh, bring back uh, Sebastian Fiera uh, for that here. You know, I think he was on loan last year uh, for most of the year. And then John uh, Gregus Sinemiller, 33. Uh, a little bit uh, dipping into the retirement pool there. Uh, but I think the big one out of there is Hector Rare has got an injury to start the season, right? Yeah, I did oh. see that. Um I did see that he has this, an injury, man. so. Oh, <laughs> already. <laughs> I know you can drink, but. <laughs> I got a game later. I got games later, so. I it's don't. all good, though. <laughs> Cheers, man. Cheers. Cheers. So, yeah, um, Hector Herrera, man, him being out for the, for the beginning of the season, it's not really that crucial. MLS, you know, you don't really get, you're not really defined until mid midway season, so. Uh, missing the first part of the season, getting healthy, I think that's what's important for Houston right now. Um, that Corey Baird, you know, departure is, is kind of uh, critical. So, you know, Fedeira coming back on loan, 
uh, coming back from loan. Um, I think that if he if they can find a good spot for this guy, he's going to kill it. Um, but just not be really able to find a position for him, you know, not being able to put him into the starting lineup. I could see why the loan helped last season, but for this season, yeah, I mean, thoughts on that. Yeah, I, I like here looking at their lineup, you know, based on, you know, Backhill and, and Joe Lowry. He's got Fiera as a starter, uh, Quinones on, on the left wing, Bassey on the right, uh, Herrera and uh, Carsakilla. And I'm sorry, I mispronounced that. Um, Artur, as far as the Carsakilla. Oh, man. <laughs> Carrasquilla. Huh? You're, you're talking about Carrasquilla, right? Something like that, yeah. It's okay. Too, cool. many, too, too 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 long of a name for me. You tried, bro. Uh, you tried. <laughs> uh, Escobar, uh, Miguel. Uh, here's another one. I'll let you pronounce this one. Uh, Savinchko and Dorsey, and then Clark uh, as the goalkeeper. To me, solid. Um, it doesn't scream title uh, to me, uh, but it does scream as a, a solid possible you know playoff team. Uh, to me, the question is, you know, with with Houston is, are they going to bring anybody in in the summer window? And that's kind of some of the hard thing about doing these prediction shows is what happens at, you know, July, right? July window is when the uh, you know, when the window pops open. So that to me, that'll be interesting if Houston goes in. I know, following social media, a little bit of uh, rumbling. Uh, on uh, the lack of activity and who they've brought in uh, so far, but your thoughts on the uh, Dynamo? So, yeah, I mean, we'll get into it a little later about where we think they're going to finish, but I think the Dynamo are going to be in a, you know, fairly good uh, competitive race here. I think they're going to finish pretty high uh, in the standings. I don't see why they, you know, should struggle too much. Looking at their schedule here, you know, running down uh, fifth game, Austin FC. Um, I mean, it, it, those games are always going to be fun. Um, are these all home and away? Or how, yeah, how are they, we looking they, at this? They, okay, they I see separated home. separated them home and away. So they start out uh, February 24th against uh, against the SKC at home. So home opener for them right away. That's 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 always good. Then they actually get three to open up at home. Uh, Sporting Kansas City Red Bulls Timbers on the road at the at the Rapids, uh, and then home against the Earthquakes, and then they go on the road for a while. April sixth at the Fire. Yeah, so April I mean, looking 30th. here, I mean, yeah, it's it's gonna be you know right off the rip. New York Red Bulls, you know, right after Sporting Kansas City, uh, two different levels of play there. Um, in my opinion. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be good to see them early, get them exposed, and see how they look. You know, it, it's going to be very telling these first early games. Portland, um, Colorado, who knows how good they're going to be this year, or Chicago, Minnesota. I think they're going to be good, but, you know, just running oh. down the list. Running down the get list is, is going to be – yeah, we'll get on all that in a minute. But, yeah, I mean, <laughs> running down this list, they, they have a, a fairly – competitive schedule here um the key thing is austin fc um at home at 20th um which i think austin will probably travel because it's a saturday game 
Uh, following week, they go up to, or probably not Dallas, Austin will travel. Uh, following week, uh, Houston travels to Dallas. Um, shortly after that, they have a return trip to um, Austin and, you know, the reverse is, what, two weeks later uh, for that. So you're going to have, what, four matches already in Copa Tejas, and then I think they get one more, right? Yeah, the end of the year, September 21st against uh, Austin FC. So that's the third one, but I don't think they played Dallas twice, right? No. So on the unbalanced schedule uh, for Copa Teos again uh, for for Houston. Uh, two at Austin, um, one, you know, and then one each at Dallas and um, home away for Dallas. I now personally... Is, is decision day, like, is that October 19th? Uh, yes. Yeah, so they get Galaxy on Decision Day, which is <laughs> well, their their end of the one. season sucks. If you really look at it here, so you know, you know September twenty eighth, Seattle Sounders. October second is a Wednesday. Uh, the Revolution. Uh, then they get St. at St. Louis, and then home against the Galaxy. So you could see four playoff teams to end the year, uh, at least I think four playoffs teams. Four playoff teams. Yeah, I got four playoff teams. I'm not sure where you, where you have uh, there. And even up here, you got Salt Lake, Austin, Vancouver. Pardon me. Uh, Salt Lake, Los Angeles FC, LAFC, Vancouver, Austin. So their end of the season is, you know, they better be get, get, getting some of these points early. Yeah, they're going to have to. I, I agree. Um and like I said, just without Ache Ache um, getting exposed early in the games, it's going to be telling. So um, our prediction could change, you know, after week three, week four. So, I mean, we'll, we'll, it's we'll the see how, how it's it the summer out. window. <laughs> the summer yeah, window. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I, I think for, and I know we're jumping ahead here a little bit, but I think for Austin, that's a big window upcoming, right? Is, is uh, and, and I think I'm wondering if Houston – and uh, even FC Dallas, and with FC Dallas, it might be a little bit different with players going out. Um, Fiera maybe you know maybe able maybe going out. So moving on to Dallas, FC Dallas. Yeah, Dallas making some uh, some interesting moves this off season. Some inspirational moves, some would say. <laughs> some moves that uh, are not very FC Dallas like. Spending money. So, um, do you have that to pull up, Harry, by chance? Yeah, I got it here. So, leaving Jose Martinez, Fangundo, uh, uh, Q-U-I-G-N-O-N, Quingnun, I'm not sure how to pronounce that. And then Yadar Oberin, who uh, got selected in the Redraft, right? MLS redraft by Austin is the number one pick. Uh, but coming correct, in, correct. Uh, Ina Slay is, well, you know, is um, a 17-year-old uh, right winger. Omar Gonzalez, another old, old, old center back, but has great leadership. I mean, uh, that sounds pretty old, the way you made it seem. <laughs> Some, made him sound like a dinosaur or something. Uh, you don't think he's a dinosaur? I mean, if, if he was, how old if, is he? If, 
if he was a striker, Austin would would be signing him. <laughs> uh, got I know he's on the I know he's on the wrong side of thirty. I'll, I'll just leave it at that. Let me see how old he is. Um, and then Patrick Delgado, a defensive midfielder, is on a loan deal with an option to buy from Independiente del Valle in uh, Ecuador. He's a twenty-year-old. And then probably the bigger one is uh, Peter Musa, right? Uh, one of the biggest moves around the league here. Um, you know, the uh, paid a club record fee. He's a tall Croatian, but I think for him, the big thing here is it allows uh, Jesus Ferreira to play, you know, play back a little bit. Um, and it's probably more natural position. So I think, I think for me, Dallas, Dallas is, is uh, one to look, look out for here. No, I agree. Um, Dallas is going to be, Pretty pretty crucial this season. <clears throat> that striker, that signing there, you know, with the record fee is just, I mean, Nico Ball, right? Nico Estevez comes in. Has it been this oh. is be third season now with the club? How old are you? Hey, come on now. No, I'm thirty. So Omar Gonzalez is thirty five. He's older than you. That's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Hey, I mean, if uh, that's, that's that's old, old. <laughs> if if I go, if I go, uh, you know, if I hit the gym for a little bit, you know, I could probably <laughs> go play some uh, USL or something. Go play for SAFC. Uh, I know they got open tryouts over there. Dude, well, that's a whole separate discussion. I know we're not really talking <laughs> SAFC, but uh, side note. Supposedly, they've only got ten or eleven in camp. They're still waiting on uh, internationals to come in. Yeah, season kicks off March 9th. So, yeah, good luck with that. That's what I'm saying. I, hey, give me two weeks. Two weeks. I got two sprints for you, bro. But uh, from back heels, uh, Joe Lowry's got Musa starting uh, and then uh, left wing Fierre and, and Kamungo. So, I think I really like the top three for the attack. Farfan, Pomacol, um, Aramunde, Ara, Paul Oriola. And Velasquez is still out with injury, huh? That, yeah. And then, to me, I that. guess the the injury, the back line's still a concern for me. Sebastian Igubaga, I love him. Uh, you know, former San Antonio FC player, uh, Safari. They have Corka uh, as the left center back, but I've I've been seeing a lot of uh, Junka, Sam Junka, and then uh, Pass Mauer and, and you know, is the goalkeeper. So goalkeepers is solid. The top, I think, is gonna you know. Dallas isn't, should not struggle to score goals, um, in my opinion. But the back line is still the question uh, for you know for me for you know for Dallas. I'm not sure you're. Yeah, I mean, FC Dallas. Boss, Boss can only do so much, and I mean, back line is is not terrible. You know, not like absolutely horrendous. Could be a little better, but I mean, I think they'll be okay. Um, de- depends on style of play if. You know, you're concerned about this back line. What I would do is just control the ball, you know, have that ball, control it. Um, and so instead the- of letting the other team have possession and all that, you know, I'd want to be a heavy possession team with my back so the- line being a concern. So they need Josh Wolf? Yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you need Wolf ball. But they got Nico ball, man. They got that Nico ball. I don't know. It's I like I like Nico Estevez. He, he seems like a good oh, coach. He's a good coach. Just joking, and, and 
the the deal with Wolf is that he likes to pass, pass, pass. But no, uh, I, I think pass back, pass me, back, pass back, pass back. I, I just, I just, I I like the makeup of FC Dallas. This is one of the years that um, it seems like that they're putting some money on into the first team uh, for that here, and we'll see if it pays off uh, in our predictions. I, I have a feeling you and I are very high on them. Yeah, and then you got Iarramendi. You know, he's ex-Madridista right there, dude. Played for Madrid uh, for a couple seasons. What's your feelings on Ariola? I mean, I'm not as critical as Jose is on Ariola, but I think that, man, Ariola, he has, like, I've seen where I'm like, dang, this dude is like a baller, baller, you know, like really, really good. But then I can see where Jose's coming from, as in like comparing him to Rigoni, and you know the frustration coming at it, the inconsistency. So, I mean, if Dallas can just, you know, turn that key and get him to just be more consistent, then he's, you know, he's going to be good for them. But, I mean, he's getting older and older. Who knows if that's going to happen? Yeah, 29. who knows if that's going to happen? You know, right now should be where he's elevating, not you know decreasing in skill but i guess we'll let jose touch on that once we get him back in here i know jose's busy shout out jose and ghost.tv <laughs> oh Goals i did TV. update the uh oh well we have to pause here we have to have a moment of silence um i, I don't know if you saw the uh the uh youtube preview page for it here, but I had to update and remove a, a team from the um, <laughs> RGV from from the, from the picture. RGV decided to fold up tent. Uh, you know, like I said here, I know the two fans are, are upset. No, just joking. But no, uh, yeah, no, no. Yeah. Uh, we we do need to have a a USL segment. You know, soon going into that. That way, we you know we can get an idea of what happened over there, especially we with. We did a me and Edson did on kind of our non SAFC show uh, section one fourteen sports uh, last week a good one on one with him talking about you know what went right what went wrong with uh, RGV so I'll put that in the show notes here uh, for that yeah, go check that out under uh, you know if you're on uh, Spotify Harry's on or like ten ten podcasts so eh, not quite that many but. Uh, Everyone more than probably should be. Uh, looking at FC Dallas's schedule, they have a nice, prettier schedule. Um, you know, for that here, they kick off uh, the 24th uh, at home against uh, San Jose. Uh, then they get Club de Foot, and then they get travel to Red Bulls, home against Vancouver, uh, away to Austin on uh, on March 30th, away uh, to St. Louis City, Sounders. At Colorado, home against uh, the Dynamo. And then uh, Toronto. Yeah, Austin, yeah. We 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 get it, we get it. They they got a lot of games going. Dude, dude, <laughs> the, dude, there's a lot of wins right here. Toronto, Austin, Houston. <laughs> That's all right, bro. I'll take the banter all day. You know, because at the end of the day, they're going to be good games. Um, you can't count anybody out in the MLS. No. So, bring it on, bring it on. Come on, Dallas. We're ready. Especially that uh, I love May games, like all that month of May. I love all those games. My birthday yeah, month. So what, 
weather's not super hot either. End of the yeah, year, not so, not so bad. Uh, they got LAFC at home, Orlando at home, two playoff teams. Uh, but then you get the Quakes uh, away, you get Timbers away, and then you get Sporting Kansas City. Yeah. Uh, much lighter end-of-year schedule compared to the Dynamo. You're ready for playoffs. Uh, for that here. So, assuming yeah. healthy and um, along those lines here. So, you know, it, it'll be interesting because, you know, what, July 20th, they take the leagues, leagues break where they're off for a month. And then you have yeah. one, two, leagues three, cup. five, six, seven, eight, about 10 games left in the season. So, it'll be a sprint uh, down there. So, uh, it'll be very interesting, and, and here's kind of – I don't necessarily like uh, for the MLS schedule with them taking that much time off. As you look, the, the the July window, really, you know, most of your schedule is going to be before then. So that's where I think a few certain teams, even though they're expecting a, a big – or hopefully a big July window coming in to bring in some, you know, some DPs and, and along those lines here mm. may not pay off for this year, uh, depending on how they start the season. Hey, one thing I will say about that break for us is that it will not be bad because it's extremely hot here in Texas yeah. from July to August. I mean, even after August to pretty much November, December, it's scorching hot, scorching temperatures. So, hey, I'll take the break. We're still going to be playing uh, Leaks Cup. So, um, I mean, we'll still be playing, per se, but hopefully the break does kind of help and give second-team players or, you know, any bench players, whatever, give them more playing time during those times and let the, the muscles of Drew C and all those guys heal. <laughs> so, all right. Austin, Austin FC. So, Austin. Noble, Departures, Lima, Maxi. Not not too big of losses. Um, mm. Romania, we you know we lost quite a few. But uh, O'Brien coming in, uh, well, Biro I think is supposed to be uh, the left back that you guys have been missing. Uh, and then to me, the one I really like, even though he's old and I don't know about the left back we've been missing, but missing um and then rubio i like rubio i think he's gonna do well I yeah hate the rubio. That, i hate the fact that austin will not bring in a young striker um they refuse to doesn't make any sense but if you're gonna bring out another veteran uh i really do like uh rubio um and you know according to uh, backfield, they expect him to start, which I think in the preseason matches so far he's been ahead of Zardis, um, which I think Zardis coming off the bench could be could be interesting. Uh, your thoughts on the lineups? Your thoughts on the changes with Jerusi or Captain Jerusi, uh still, which I'm not exactly a fan of, uh, but more dropping back in that attacking mid false nine type of type of position. Yeah, well. I mean, first of all, I, I hate these center backs that you have here for us. That's horrible. <laughs> but I mean, I, I'd rather have Vicenin in there over one of them, at least. Um, and then Brian Farcarlon, he's uh, we picked him up in the 31st pick of the draft. And 
I mean, we I, as far as I know, we haven't given him a contract yet. But if we don't give this kid a contract, we'd be dumb. Like we, I mean, seriously, like I, I'd kind of, uh, I, I'd really be scratching my head on this one. Farcalun has, I believe, he has two goals this preseason with us. He has an assist. Uh, he came in for the LA Galaxy game and just changed the whole dynamic of the entire game. He was in there for maybe twenty minutes, I think, and yeah, he he really showed that he wants to be a part of this club. He wants to be a part of this system. He can be. Uh, I chat with the boys um, in the group chat with the Verde Bros, and we talk about you know one v ones. Who who really in in the club can take on players and beat people one v one successfully? You know, be that dynamic player like that. And we don't have many of those players. Uh, Obreon coming in, I think he's one of those players that does bring that to the table. Um, he's somebody that can play take players on on the wing, beat them, cut cut inside, and have a shot and shoot from outside the box. Farcalun, I haven't seen him shoot from outside the box, but I've seen him take players on, which is something really impressive to see at such a young age coming in, having that kind of confidence. So uh, he's actually a graduate, or he was went to school at UT, uh, RGV, out there in Rio Grande Valley. So um, why the club there never gave him a chance? I mean, if they did, uh, we don't know about it. But... Um, also a notable signing too for for the club was Mika Burton coming he's 17 years old and he was playing with Devcito. Um it's going to be interesting to see if he gets those first team minutes. Uh in my opinion I, th I see him still getting those Fcito minutes and then you know like League's Cup, Open Cup, getting those real big minutes in those kind of competitions there. Um and then Brandon Ikes as a center back. That's another yeah, guy that I, I would be he's interested fine, yeah. to see yeah with him what uh Weissenden and another you know pairing don't know if it's cascante or don't know if it's hedges um just really depends on who's ready for that that battle that day but as for the lineup driusi and i mean rigoni you know who you know i've been a big cj advocate over here man and i still am i think i think the kid is going to be like crucial my headphones are falling out here but he's going to be <laughs> crucial crucial here you know uh cj fodry man uh what other players are going to be rubio rubio i think he's going to be the starting striker for us this season he looks good he's played uh with sporting um out there in portugal mm -hmm. so that kind of experience bringing that here uh, hey he's been killing it in the mls uh, he had an off season last season i'm not trying to be an advocate for mls either and be like oh you know Go back to 2022 season, but you can see it in preseason. The man is hungry. The man is taking his shots. He's already taken so many shots from outside the box and, you know, didn't hit the target, but he has the confidence to actually attempt that. And that's what we haven't seen in our strikers. These strikers have to be six to nine yards from the box in order to get a shot off. And that's horrible. You know, like I, I want to see these shots from 20, 30 yards out. I want to see our strikers taking those shots. I'm really, really excited for this season, man, because people are, hey, keep doubting us, right? Keep doubting us. I'm but doubting. Are, yeah, but people have us, you know, pretty <laughs> low this season, which is fair. Um, it's understandable. But let Burrell cook the way they've been saying, because these little signings that are temporary patches, they look decent. It's not like we're just, ah, uh, like, we're going to get them on loan. And then never play them. 
no, these players that we're getting, it looks like we're actually going to play them, and and we are playing them so far. You say that, but you had a young center back last year that you did not play at all. Uh, Craig, uh, you know. That yeah, guy. and that's the guy I bring up. That's the guy I bring up, that he's young. He didn't have this MLS experience. You know, Brendan right. Ikes comes in. He's played right, in he's MLS game. Yeah. And that's my point is that these people that we're bringing in as patches, they seem like they're going to play and actually help the team right now. Looking at the players that we have for our club right now, we have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, like twenty-three players. So we still have spots there that need to be filled. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see, but I'm excited, man. Uh, we'll get into the what we got, where we got the clubs finishing here in a minute. But yeah, man, I mean, I'm excited, bro. So one question here for you: um, If if Austin FC gets off to a slow start, which you know they get Minnesota United at home to kick off the season, at yeah, Seattle, tough tough schedule to start. Home against St. Louis City, and and we can't forget last year's pass back to to the goal that that just caused all chaos uh, on social media. Uh, Union at Orlando City, Dallas, San Jose at, at St. Louis City, Houston, Galaxy, Vancouver. You talk about yeah, a loaded I mean, front part of the schedule. Yeah, it's a loaded front part of the schedule. <laughs> That's it, dude. That's it. If Wolf and Austin FC struggle at the start, do you think Austin FC makes a change or do you think Wolf makes it through the year? Mm, fair question. He I makes it through the year, man. The guy, the guy makes it. Yeah, dude. They bought him an unlimited amount of rope, and and they're just <laughs> they just keep giving it to him. They're just like here you go, dude. Like go as far as you want with it. And it's, I mean, they're experimenting. Um, Borrell, he has confidence in him. It is what it is, bro. At this point. No, I, we, I, but that is a loaded that that is a that is a loaded front schedule there. We got to stay healthy. That's my main thing there is staying healthy through these games. At in MLS, I've learned to adapt. You got to rotate. There's no non-rotation because these aren't um, three, four, five million dollar players. Every single player that is just made like a machine. These are, you know, <laughs> almost almost human beings, right? <laughs> Not the superstar athletes that you see out there. So, and this is the reason why I kind of give some credence into what you're saying. DPs who are supposed to be elite players. Darusi, right? I think everybody would agree he's, he's worth the DP tag. Yep. Rigoni's the other one, right? Rigoni and Ring. To me, they are not DP level players. And they aren't. To me, that's to me that's that's the issue with Austin FC. When you look at, the, like, I think Austin FC, I think as far as roster construction, they've got a lot of average to you know above average players, but they don't have those two to three superstars that that elevate. That elevated that elevated team. You got Darusi, 
but I think we saw last year, Jerusi can't do it by himself. And you've got to hope some of these young talents, whether it's Padre, you know, I think Rubio will help quite a bit. Wolf, you know, can can he take another step? Danny Pereira, you know, along those lines here. Uh, Obrey and, you know, the kind of the difference here. So I think the top four are better this year than last year. But the right wing, the Rigoni, Finley, Fadri, one of those has to step up to be able to 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 be able to balance out the the, the pitch and be able to to um, <laughs> enhance Austin. But to me, the difference makers, whether it's defensively, offensively, outside of Jerusi, is not there. That's why I'm kind of surprised Alex Ring is back as a DP and Rigoni, like I said here. I think if they could have moved him, they would have they would have moved him. But so from what I understand with Ring is that he hit a certain benchmark that he had to hit. So that's why his contract like it was automatic renewal after he hit that benchmark. So um and that and that's but on that, that. But they could have still moved him. You could have traded him. In my opinion, Ring Ring is not a bad player. He I, I like what Ring brings to the table as a center defensive mid, not as a, a center back, back. <laughs> not as a center back. You know, so uh, if if Ring could be bought down to a TAM deal, that would be ideal. Uh, Rigoni, honestly, just to get him off the books would be better and ideal. Um, I don't know how people feel about this, you know, and I'm sure I'll get the the feedback on this, but as a center back DP. Uh, one of those guys that will fight for you, be last man, that that's a real dog in the back as a center back. This uh, Gallagher playing on the right side, that's fine. Hey, I, I'm all for it because Gallagher can play on either side, and he he's the dog. He he's the dog that I wish all our back line was like. Also, uh, Birro is fine. Komenich, he's coming back, so we got two options there. Komenich, I hope he comes back with with some force, some momentum. But he's because had a lot of injuries, though, right? Though the thing is, Alvarez though, is he, he, the the thing is, is that we need our our U twenty two, uh, you know, guys to yeah, we need those guys to be starters. In order for it to really make sense and pay off, we need those guys to be starters. So moving on, let's get our predictions in. Let's get them in. All right, so you want to start at the bottom? We'll start what at the bottom. You? So. What we're going to do here, everybody, is we're going to go ahead and do our predictions for the season where we think each team is going to end. We got Harry, and, of course, we got RB. So we'll start with the bottom. Bottom fifth. Uh, who's going to be? Are we doing east or west? Let's do east first. I'm down with east first because we'll save uh, the exciting part right. for everybody here listening. Everyone right, that listens is the west. I, I don't think uh, this is a shock 15th. I still got Toronto. Okay, uh, I got Chicago. My so mine's gonna be like a little. Uh, I haven't been able to keep up with every club like I have in the previous season, so I'm kind of basing off of what I think from last season. Fourteenth, uh, I've got CF Montreal. Fourteenth, I got DC. Got DC. We'll see how they how they how they make it. I'm watching Madrid go down two to one right now. I have 13th the DC United, so we're not that far off on that one. Okay, 13th. I got 
Toronto. Uh, I got Charlotte as the 12th. I got Charlotte as the 12th. <laughs> so everybody, this Tuesday, 8 p.m., don't forget to go check out the best ball draft with the North End Podcast Boys. Harry is going to be there for representing Texas Ring of Fire. And, you know, we got to make up for last season, dude. Uh, ending yes. last place at the very last minute. Ah, that was horrible. Decision day. It came down to decision day for us, which is which there, was fun, though. And there's more people this year. There's two more uh, two, two more podcasts that have joined. We got Phil. We got Phil West. And then we got the Verde Pente, the Verde Pente boys. So, yeah, it's going to be fun this season. I'm, I'm, I'm uh, sad I got to miss it. 11, I got Nashville. 11, I got New England. We'll see how they do, but... And Nashville, uh, 11? Sheesh. They have any Mozart leave or what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's about the only one there. I got Red Bull at 10. I got Montreal at 10. At nine, I have Chicago Fire. I got New York City at number nine. I have at number eight, I have Intermessi or Outer Miami. Missing, <laughs> I got missing the playoffs, by the way. I got Cincy. Since he in eighth. Wow. I know. I don't wow. think Lucho uh, Lucho can't do it by himself, man. Number seventh, if we're because I think it was what I needed to verify this. Uh, MLS playoffs was top seven, right? Well, it's eight and nine now. The wild card. Oh, okay. So these are the play-in games. Okay. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Eight All and right. nine will, will will be. Yeah, Harry got to be proper here, so. But yeah, those are going to be the wild cards that they play each other. So eight and nine are interesting, and then you got your seventh and sixth that are going to be interesting also. So there we would have you have Miami playing Chicago, and I got Cincinnati playing New York City. Yeah. So I do have Inter Miami making the playoffs. Then. Uh, well, mm -hmm. the play-in game, we'll, we'll just say. Uh, number seven, I have NYCFC. All right, and then I got Miami at number seven. Oh, and Madrid didn't go down. They're still tied 1-1 a la Madrid. Uh, six, I got the Revolution, so quite a bit of difference from you. Mm -hmm. Six, I got the Red Bulls. And, and uh, everyone look at what Harry did for us. All this... Nice layout we got here. Fifth, I have Atlanta United. Fifth, I got Orlando. Felipe, Four. shout out Felipe Martins. Got him back here. I got the defending champions, Columbus Crew. Fourth, I got Columbus Crew. Look at that, Harry. 
<laughs> we got a few that match up. Uh, third, or actually, Sting corrected. Uh, well, I'll just go with the rules. Uh, third, I've got the defending supporters group winners. Uh, FC Cincinnati. All right, I got Atlanta at third. I brought them down because they're going to lose their best player in the Jan- in the July window. Who? Lucho? No, for Atlanta. Uh, oh, okay. Gotcha. Uh, well, they should. Uh, number hey, two. Hey, shout out to who's listening. Who's listening? Y'all, y'all leave a comment, man. Appreciate the support. <laughs> two, I have Orlando. Two, I got Philly. Got Philadelphia Union. Philly, man, they're going to eventually win it. <laughs> eventually. I, got, I have them as my number one team this year. Number uh, one. So, see, you had Nashville at 11. I got them Got them in first. <laughs> so, one of us is way wrong on that. Way off. <laughs> way off. All right. Let's head to the West where so it matters To the most. West, I've got the still coachless. Coming in at 14th, Minnesota United, because they still don't have a coach. All right. I got Minnesota a lot higher than that, but San Jose. We got San Jose, 14th. Uh, I have San Jose, 13th, so not that far off. Colorado. Throw down, aren't we? Yeah, we're not putting uh, – you had Colorado at first place last season, didn't you? <laughs> no, Kansas City was there. Oh, uh, uh, it was Kansas City. Well, I got the Verde. Whoa. <laughs> hey, bro, I'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> Vancouver. I got Vancouver. Dang, the disrespect, y'all. Austin <laughs> FC in 12th. Uh, 11, I have Salt Lake City, Real Salt Lake. 11th, I got St. Louis City. Wow. I see them dropping off. I I see them dropping off, but not that. that, Or or actually, I stand corrected. I didn't have them. I had uh, Sporting Kansas City. I had Sporting Kansas City. Come on, Harry. And 11th. Get it together, uh, man. San Antonio, guys. Well, I had some. Ch- and 10, I got the Timbers. Just missing out. 10, I got SKC. And obviously, you know, St. Louis City being in 11th is a little hopeful also. Uh, I got my Rapids in 9 in the play-in rounds. And by the way, MLS has not confirmed the playoffs as of yet, and season kicks off on Wednesday. Yeah, right. That's true. So that's why we're kicking that best ball on Tuesday. All right, in ninth, I got Seattle. You're smoking crack, dude. Hey. It's just, you know, I'm a betting man. Uh, let's see here. We got Cooper Eight. Weinstein in here. Shout out to Cooper. Eight, Still I waiting have, on that new logo. Eight, I have a, a Real Salt Lake. 
I got Portland in eighth. Notice how I haven't said Austin yet. <laughs> who you got? Who you got in seventh? Where is it? Eighth. Seventh. I have Vancouver. I got Austin. Seventh place. I'm surprised you didn't have them higher. I'm not smoking crack, dude. <laughs> <You are. laughs> Sixth. Uh, I got uh, LA Galaxy making a comeback. All right. I got RSL. Sixth place. We have none that agree here so far. Uh, Fifth place. Well, Beth can't match because you got them way down in 11th. Um, I have, I do think uh, St. Louis City comes back from being number one in the West to number five. All right. Got Minnesota. I think that the coach is not going to be that big of an issue. <laughs> Says a coach. <laughs> hey. Uh, Fourth. Four, I got the Dynamo. Okay, so we do agree somewhere. We, we agree here with Houston. <laughs> Third? Uh, uh, third, I got the Sounders. Mm, doubt it. But, you know, they got that in their DNA, so it's possible. Galaxy. Got the Galaxy here in third. Two, second. I have FC Dallas. So, yeah. So, so, two and one, we both agree. Dallas and LAFC. So there you have it, guys. I mean, LA, FC Dallas, Houston, Galaxy, all, all those teams making the playoffs for us in the West. And then uh, who we got here in the East? We got Philly making it. We got Atlanta, Columbus Crew, Orlando, and Miami and Cincinnati. All those clubs making it, which is very possible. It's going to so be interesting to see. Here's the question. Is the West a little bit more top-heavy with you know, as far as Claire, as far as L.A., Dallas, Houston, and then you got the, kind of that, that, you know, third through – I think you could go all the way down to 11th, 12th, where it's picking names out of a hat. Uh, you know, for, you know, for the yeah, I mean, I think it's been that way. That's why people say the East is stronger than the West, which – I mean, here it's kind of obvious. You can see it. You can see how strong the East really is. Didn't matter who you play, it'd be a good game. Over here in the West, you're kind of like, all right, that's an easy game for them. That should be an easy game for them. So I can see it definitely. So that was uh, that's our predictions. Uh, we'll we'll see if we can get this uh, uploaded and maybe even just. Uh, See if we can put this link out here for the the predictions here. Maybe see if we can get Jose on his fifty thousand shows that he does. Uh, his uh, <laughs> yeah. his added uh, to the mix here. But uh, I like my LAFC Philadelphia Union. Um, I'm laughing at your Nashville pick as number one, but of course, who knows? Um, it's all right. It's what I got you for, man. I got then, you to hate. Uh, well, that's why I have Austin 
I don't have them. I had, initially, when I did it, I had them 13, 14. Well, I appreciate like, you thinking about my feelings, Harry. <laughs> I was like, but Minnesota doesn't have a coach. They haven't brought in anybody. They've got one good player. Um, and then the rest of the roster, you know, well, we got uh, Dane St. Clair through the hair and San Jose losing Cade. Uh, we'll have to kind of talk t- uniforms next. Uh, the kits uh, came out, uh, especially with the. Uh, we got we got ten minutes still. I'm down. So Austin, they had their uh, release kit party, and it was initially supposed to be where you go pick up your uh, ticket or whatever. You know, they have they had these passes, these neck passes that you had to wear. So everyone was going to pick them up. You know, you had you got a certain email trying to sign up on that. I know you got to bring me on for that. But anyways, it was uh, they had their uh, the release party and people were going to pick up all their tickets and all that. And then finally, they came out with saying that it was open to the public. Whoever showed up first could get it. Oh, man, people were mad. People were mad because I almost actually took the time out of my day to go to Q2 and pick up that pass. Uh, realized I had practice at the same time that the party was happening, so I wasn't going to be able to make it. But if I would have drove to Q2 on my own personal time and realized that I didn't even have to, I, yeah, I would have been a little upset myself. So that Your, your, uh, your thoughts on the cost of the kit? It's ridiculous. I mean, you. I would rather – I could get a knockoff brand for cheaper and then get an actual authentic Real Madrid kit for the same price, you know, with – and I, I don't like to sound like I'm hating on my players, but world-class players from Madrid like Vinicius Jr. or, you know, Jude Bellingham, actual worth the 190 bucks with the name on it, authenticized. You pulling up the kits or what? Yeah. All right. Because I have honestly have not seen the Houston kit. I saw, I saw the Dallas kit. I like the Dallas kit. The Dallas kit was pretty good. But here we got Coop, Cooper Weinstein. He said, dang, called out. I've been swamped with work, dude. So he was going to make us a new logo for Text Ring of Fire. He's hating on my logo. He said, I look like I did it with my three-year-old. So I was like, I don't have a three-year-old. He's like, can't tell. You could have but just he's blamed like, me, dude, being old, you know, <laughs> <laughs> easier level. So here's so, the kit, uh, Austin FC kit, armadillo so, kit, what they call it. Is it white or cream? Like, what's it's like the a cream. color? It's like a vanilla cream color. I like, I, honestly, at first I didn't like it, but seeing it with the green shorts and the full kit and all that, it's pretty dope. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty dope. I got to get me one. I do like the Dallas kit, the afterburner kit. Yeah, <laughs> a, lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of Dallas people don't because they say it isn't, isn't the reflection of their team, uh, where it's kind of got a lot of that purple kind of in the middle uh, mm. of it here. Um, they don't like purple I, or what? I I don't I like it. I like sit here. I, I I've been wanting a purple kit for Austin. Having a purple kit. You know, not completely purple, but some kind of purple with the uh, the green. Uh, well, you went in Austin purple. FC there logo. you go. There's Houston with their purple kit. Purple kit. I don't like it. 
It's not the kit should be something that identifies. Oh, the... bro, I get it. It's lean. It's supposed to be lean for still holding, still holding kits outside, still holding. You know all the the Houston yeah. rap. No, don't know it. Dang, my bad. <laughs> I well, kind no, of exposed no, no. myself I, a little I, there. <laughs> I just, I just don't let. I just, I don't let. For for a don't brand, like they don't. Like I like it. it. Just, I like it. I, I I see what they're trying to do. They're they're but, putting but the I, the Houston rappers in it. I guess here's my issue with it, and and this is this is probably just a pet peeve of mine. If you swatched out this kit and put an FC Cincinnati logo or an Orlando logo on there, would you see any difference? It's, it's I mean the me orange. Cincinnati's orange. You just put the you know all it is I is guess. just a badge, and through there, there's there's nothing. And I understand the idea what you're talking about, but it, it doesn't. To me, it's a stock kit. There's you know they played it safe. You know I, I don't mind the color. I just I just for me for me it doesn't it it doesn't it doesn't do it. Yeah. I swear those guys, man, that are holding, you know, throwing up the H, they look like they literally just learned. They're like, (laughs) (laughs) it's not, Uh, it's not, it's not a bad kit, but it just, no, it's not. To me, I think Dallas won, won, won the kit. Um, Dallas, yeah. But I like the Austin FC kit, seeing it more. I like it more than the mint kit. I tell you that much. The mint kit, I hated it. Oh, I hated that kit so much. So ugly. But this one's okay. I dig it. Let's see if my dog my dog would give me one. Maybe after a game. <laughs> and then just because uh, San Antonio hasn't came out with their kit, but uh, El Paso has. Um, nice white t-shirt, El Paso. <laughs> <laughs> Sarcasm? <laughs> or is it really nice? I mean, I can't tell. No, on that it's one. it's right there. That's okay. their kit. That's that is the kit they came out with. Yeah. It's got a blue collar. It's got the Hummel here. It's got the little badge in the middle. It's got you know Southwest Universities. I mean, it's Five simple. Patches. Yeah. Yep, Mountain Star logo, but it's a white T-shirt. So you hate it. I wouldn't pay money for it. Not that I'm a local. He hates fan, it, guys. I, we, I targeted it. <laughs> he does not like it. Ah, <laughs> uh, man. All right. Well, we got kickoffs next week. We finally kicking off the 2024 season. MLS will finally be here. We're still gonna keep, you know, knock down a specific day. We're gonna hop on. We're shooting for Sundays now. Trying to do Sundays the day after the game, which is gonna be fresh be pretty cool to do like uh like a morning show you know like as soon as everyone's waking up drinking their coffee or whatever you know it's like and then we can have call-ins people hop on the stream and start talking whatever that you know start talking all their mess kind of like we are austin does the reaction but you know the 24 hour rule where you do it the next day but yeah guys so that's all i got here from austin uh from san antonio you got anything else harry no, uh, I can't believe you put Nashville's number one in the East. I, I really can't. Hey, 
I can't believe you put them at, at number 11. Like, what is that? Number 11, dude, they have MVP caliber player. And then you've what? same for 12 in the West. Well, you Austin. did the same thing for St. Louis City. Who's MVP you, over there? Who, who is you, you talking you about Klaus? You just don't like uh, Midwest teams. Just a minute. I mean, if that's where they're from, it's nothing to do with <laughs> with me not liking Midwest. But that's it from episode 59. We'll see y'all next week. Uh, and shout out to everyone that was here. Please subscribe, rate, review, follow us on Twitter, Instagram. And uh, we do go live on YouTube if you're not watching us. So go to YouTube, check out Text Ring of Fire. I'm your host, RB22. Harry, I'll see you next week, bro. Peace out. See you. Later.